0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. That's right, I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions for success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and living their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over the small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. The Money Making conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds and how to live a balanced life. My next guest, he's on the phone, kicked off his career portraying NYPD Blue, Detective Baldwin Jones on the ABC police drama NYPD Blue from 2000 to 2005. His other television credits include Ravenwood, Reckless Common Law, Let's Stay Together, Raising the Bar, CIS Miami, and The Cleaner, and films like No Good Deed, Madea's Family Reunion. Now I'm a fanatic, I'm just letting everybody know, about Marvel Cinema Universe. So lately, I've been able to see him play the role of Agent Alfonso Mack McKenzie on ABC's Marvel's Agents of Shields. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Henry Simmons.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank
0: you so much. Henry, first of all, you know, I I saw the premiere and I know the series, so I saw the premiere. So we can talk about that. We won't talk about that. But I want to just talk about your career a little bit here. First of all, how much time do you do you stay keep staying in shape because you're in shape last night i saw you on the premiere and uh you were looking good my man them, them arms they let you show the arms off some guns so how much time you in the gym man i'm just wondering because i know i don't look like that i know i can't look like oh, that oh man some of it was natural I'm but gonna... i know you're working on it i know some of it god gave it to you but you're keeping it in shape how's that working out for you oh let me tell you something it's it's, it's hard work i'm not gonna lie to you mm-hmm.
1: know especially for this role right here i uh I worked out more. I was working out six days a week. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't take any shortcuts like, you know, some of these actors out here doing uh, these synthetic drugs. (laughs) Right. I don't do that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's all hard work. Right. Um, But I tell you, it's hard because you get up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning. You start working six o'clock. You get done at eight. You get home at at, uh, nine. 9.30 9.30 you spend time with your family mm-hmm. It's about 10.30, 11 o'clock That's when I would start working out wow. I would start working out mm-hmm. 10.30, 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. Get up uh, about uh, 12, 12.30 Study mm-hmm. for the next day Go to sleep and mm-hmm. get ready and do it all
0: again Because that's your that's your career That's your brand, that's your look So you can't show up for an audition with a pot belly That's, that, that's not a... no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now Even
1: if I wasn't uh, uh, an actor I would never let that happen I, I couldn't do it
0: I could do it, do it could do it Because that's part of your brand And I always tell people that You know Your brand Your model People have a certain expectation They see a headshot They see your body at work When you come in for an audition Or they give you a role Because sometimes you're blessed like that Because they've seen your body at work When you walk through that door That's what they're expecting That That commitment That same effort That same consistency How has it been in, in, you, you, in your estimation, looking at your career, and you have a great body of work, what has been the difficulties of maintaining that consistency, uh, getting the opportunity to stay in front of the person who, uh, the, the decision makers of Hollywood, the casting directors?
1: Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I'm old school. I'm, I'm going to just tell you right now. I'm old school in the way I approach my uh, mm-hmm. my career. Now, that, that's good and bad. Right. A lot of times, a lot of people nowadays use social media. They involve their personal lives, their mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. media. They show so many, so many aspects of their lives, and that gives them so many followers, and that does help them, right, Uh to some degree in terms of getting jobs. Now. Those aren't the jobs I want. If, if someone, if a casting director, if a director's looking at my social media account. Right. And seeing, oh, he's popular, therefore I'm going to give him a job. Right. That's not the job I want. I want the job that is based on uh, artistry. Right. And so therefore, and, and I'm, I'm a person that believes in privacy. I, I believe in the old school way of mm-hmm. having, mm-hmm. not, not showing. Like if you go to my, um, uh, Instagram account. You won't see pictures of my kids. You know, right. see pictures, of my mm-hmm. house, and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. And, and uh and also I I try to do things with integrity. Thank you. And that's what I started. I said the, the two things that I want in this business. Mm-hmm. I want longevity, obviously, because mm-hmm. longevity to me is equivalent to success. Uh, it's longevity and integrity. Right. I don't want to start with doing things just uh, to be doing them and and when I look back on it, I question why I did it or I'm humiliated by it. I don't want that. Right. Uh, but I tell you, when you operate with integrity, mm-hmm. that means your journey your journey is going to have a little bit more ups and downs. It's gonna be a little bit longer on the mm-hmm. road You're mm-hmm. not taking everything that's just thrown
0: at you. Right. Right. You know, and I believe that, you know, I've looked at and relationships are key, too. And that and the integrity comes with that. If you have integrity, you're going to have relationships. And if you have relationships, when people need you, they know your body of work. And that's how you're saying. You say, Rashawn, look, you can have the followers, but if you don't have the body to work, that can bite you in the butt. Because when you, you get got. on that set, you know, and you and sometimes you're challenged by ta- terrific talent. You know, because and sometimes you're not the biggest star on the set. Sometimes you're in a great ensemble and you have to assemble, which is kind of like what you have to deal with with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's a great Uh ensemble that you have to deal with and you have to mesh your talent inside of them and everything feels relatable, organic. And that's why, you know, just watching you on that series has been a blessing to me because you're a black superhero. Thank and you. and thank I'm going to just tell, you know, and people need to understand that's why Black Panther was so popular, because, you know, we all need to feel that uh, we in that in that fantasy world that we are part of the part of the equation. And I'm going to tell you something, man. You know, I know you were on the second season. You were re- like a recurring character. And when they made you, I think the third season, when they made you a, re- a regular, man, I smiled, Henry. I smiled, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I- You know,
1: you know, I look, I also, I do have, I think there's a responsibility to my artistry, Mm -hmm. but I do also recognize there's a responsibility on being a, a a black man in this business because Mm -hmm. I know, I know at least I'm trying to be cognizant of what I represent. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not only to, to other, uh, uh, people of color, but also my, my children. Yes, sir. And, and that's why I want to operate in integrity. And, and, you know, uh, when when I hear people say things like that, particularly about Marvel's Agents of Shield, when they say "Wow, they see this guy," and he's inspiring, you know, because he's a black man, mm-hmm. and, thing, and, look, and I'm gonna tell you like this: it, it, I was so surprised. Number one, you were, you were. That what well, was well, surprised and flattered that they made me director.
0: Uh huh. Right. 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 Because
1: you don't see particularly in that position. Mm-hmm. I I I. I wouldn't think that uh, that they would make a, a, a black man the leader of that squad. I thought right. it would be someone else. Mm-hmm. But that speaks volumes into the writers and producers that I work with,
0: right? Right, you know, and 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 that's that's important because you know, first of all, you know, you're not just an ordinary. You're you're a big black man, and I I say that in a good way. When you walk in a room, you fill a room. You know, they go, "Wow, that guy looks good. He's in shape. Who is that guy? You you are here. Who is that guy?" Type person who walks in the room, and. and that, that's really good, but that's a responsibility that comes with that. And so, and so when I look at the with the show, now when I say that, when I, when they made you that recurring character, then they made you the regular, it made it legitimately a, a, a level of responsibility that I can be engaged into this show because I see a part of me. My kids see a part of me, my friends see a part of me in that show that looks like me. Because guess what? In the fantasy world, we are heroes too, and you are a hero, and that's mentoring. And other people because, you know, I, I I grew up watching, you know, buying a Hulk, combined Captain America, and they were my fantasies. Now, and that's a good fantasy to have because that's a wish, that's a dream. And to see a black man who looks, who looks statuous, who looks in shape, who looks good, that's a blessing, man. And that's a blessing for not only for people of color, but for white America to see you as well, as a leader. As a guy oh, wow. of How authority, of that? no. that's important, man. I, I just wanted to. Let, that's why I was excited about interviewing you today, Henry. Because you know, a lot of times, you know, as an actor, we get in these vacuums and we just do the best job we can do. But when you step out into my world, you know, the you know the the Golden Corral world, the, the Kroger world, the regular people out there shopping at Ralphs, you know, that's that's the people that that look at you and go, "You go, why is he looking at me like?" Wait, because guess what? You are doing. You mean something to us. Henry.
1: <laughs> oh I'm one of those up I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a regular guy though. I'm a regular guy, but I I appreciate that. I you appreciate know. that.
0: Oh yeah, you know, Alfonso Mac now nah, yeah, I'm tasting you some Afonso, you know, your character on the show now you know you, cause I, 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 I'm not shaped like you but I got a bald head and a beard too you know kind of keep it close cut so <laughs> i would just let you know I, I, I fade in that lane that you live in okay now there you go. <laughs> okay <laughs> now now you're the director which like Nick Fury in the Marvel movies he was the director so you kind of like the Nick Fury character on the television series Marvel's Agents of Shields because my man Colson he's what, he's like a robot this season or something he, brought, he he was brought back from the dead can you can you fill us in on the details? Cause I saw the premiere and, uh, and we'll talk about it.
1: Yeah. He, the thing is he, uh, he died. Right. And he was kind of, and then there was another character last season, season six that looked quite a bit like him. And I guess was infused with, uh, in another dimension. Mm-hmm. He was a person. Uh, but when he died, um, there's these androids called chronicons, right? And uh, uh, Simmons, the Simmons character, was able to infuse all of Coulson's uh, thoughts and feelings and memories, everything, into this Chronicom. So she created Coulson in a way. Although he is this an android, he is like Colson in in the way he thinks mm-hmm. and moves and feels. So that's the way they were. The writers were brilliant in being being able to bring him back that way. Right. right. Um, uh, So now he's back and he his position is different because he's an agent. Right. And also he's different because he has this uh, he has strength. He's kind of like a superhero now. Right. Right. Right.
0: Like like Quake. Quake really has the big power. Out there because she exactly. can like throw people. You know, you come close to her, you know, she can just blast you away. But that, exactly. but, but, but now he has this an amazing strength. He can move real quick, and so, so it's really ironic because you know, he, you know, I, I, his, he was first introduced into the Marvel series in the movie Thor, and of course, we all saw him die in the Avenger movies, and then he somehow yeah. was brought back to life for the television series, which was a great get for us. So him dying in front of us, we're kind of used to him. Dying and coming yeah. back, yeah. so so so. Harry, so it like wasn't a, a stretch. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a stretch, though. Oh, he back? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's get this little brain transfer straight st- situation straight, so we can go on, get on with the show. Because him, yeah, he cannot yeah. die. He's the vampire of uh, Marvel. <laughs> let's, let's put it this way: if he can keep coming back, they can resurrect all, Captain America, uh, uh, everybody, uh, uh, Iron Man, everybody. I can get young again, okay? <laughs> if Coulson can keep coming back, because he had never had a superpower. So, tell us about your character. Uh, you know, we talked about you being a director, but tell about tell us about the whole uh, you know, because your characters has have, had certain levels of evolution in this series, and different roles, and different leaps, and different transitions, yeah. different models. Talk about it when you was introduced into the show, and bring us forward, okay?
1: Sure. Well, uh, initially I I went on just a, a simple audition, and uh, you know about two weeks later they asked me to come aboard, and I was yes, like sir. sure. But the problem was at the time the first season was not on Netflix. I didn't have this. I didn't I didn't know what I was stepping into. I mean, I had an idea because I'd seen a little bit of the show, but I didn't I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That my first day there, it was just. It was everything I thought it would be, and more. I mean, there were uh, the, the technology. You walk on set; there's, there's, there were like twenty people at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these this weaponry, the names of all these guns, the the, the aircraft, and and uh, all this technical language and the mm-hmm. levels, this level that. And it was a whole new world. I knew right away that this is where I want to be a part of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing: my first season. I was recurring, and I was advised not to do it because uh, people people were like, you know, don't don't do that, you know, don't don't recur the whole season because then they can drop you at the end. Right. But here's my thing: mm-hmm. I know once I get in, I believe in my talent. Right. You... I, I I know how hard I work, and bet I know on you. Mm-hmm. I bet on me and mm-hmm. I bet on God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that that's my number one. Uh, so. I knew. I said, "No, no, I'm not worried about. It. I know I'm going to recur. I'm going to recur, and I know they're going to. There's no doubt in my mind." And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they elevate me to uh, 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 series regular. But it, the the trend, the way Mac came about initially, I don't know if you remember, he was so reluctant to fight. He didn't want to fight. Right, he, right. The man of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no way in the world he was going to fight. And mm-hmm. he Colson said, "Look, I need you to get out there." So finally, he got out there and. And he was doing everything he could to uh, maintain the fight, but not kill anyone and just do what was needed to be done. And matter of fact, he tried to leave in the, in the, uh, first I remember like, that. I'm, not, mm. I'm not cut out for this. Right. Um, but as things progressed, there were times that Colson had to leave. Like, I think there was one time when he had the Cree blood in him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he uh, needed to explore that. And, and the one thing I like is that right off the bat they had um, my character Mac butting heads with Colson. right? Because Colson was using Shield for his own uh, his own means instead of using it for the greater good, and Mac was against that. And Mac was right. He's like, look, you, you can't be using it to find out all about this creep. But this is about. Saving the world. This is about doing the it, bigger picture, not just your picture. And right. he was, but he, I he was the one that was vocal against Colson. I like that. Mm-hmm. And, but we had mutual respect. And you notice when Colson would leave, he would put me in charge. Mm-hmm. So eventually, you know, uh, I was out in the field. They gave me the shotgun axe and the fighting and all that. So when we get down to uh, season, I think it was five, end of five, where they decide who's going to be the director. After Coulson dies, I thought for sure it was going to be either Quake or best <laughs> way it was in the, in the comics or May. Um, mm-hmm. May. And When they gave me the mantle, I was uh, I was extremely flattered. I, I, I'm not going to lie, extremely flattered because it says two things. It says something about me personally right. as an actor. Mm-hmm. They know that I have the authority. Right. The uh, uh, the characteristics of leadership and integrity. Thank you. And as an actor, the the strength to carry that mantle, right? And lead. And as a as the character uh, of Mac, they they see through his progression that he has uh, that I've infused him with those qualities as well. Absolutely. And, and they believed in me and that's that was something that meant it meant so much to me i i, I just i'm not
0: gonna lie. well guess what it meant something to me too okay it meant something oh, to good, a lot good. of people out there of color to see you in uh, an, an authority an authority figure hey when nick fury comes on the screen and ordering the avengers around i feel good ordering spider-man yeah. or i feel good because you, you go wow because we all know that could have been a white character Okay, easily. Exactly. Could have been a white character. Exactly. So, but they made a decision that based on your talents, color didn't matter. You were the color leader. Color didn't,
1: oh, have mercy.
0: Oh, yeah. It didn't Color matter. didn't matter. It didn't matter. And uh, because now this is why we're going to go to the series. Now, this, this, this is the final mission. OK, mm-hmm. watching the premiere episode last night, you guys are transported back to 1931. Now, this is why this is important to me. First of all, you were wearing a fly suit. OK, just want to let you know that, brother. <laughs> just want to let you know you were you were looking at you were wearing something I definitely wear put on because I'm a tailor-made guy, Henry. You know, I'm just let you know. That's uh, you, know how, you know how to cock your hat too right? cock- yeah. hey, hey, You didn't let me get to the hat Come on now I said look at this fool Look at this fool got his hat cocked to the side He is a brother in 1931 <laughs> You're a fool Henry I, I'm going to get on you about that hat I said I can't believe this fool Got these brown shoes on Okay, signed up, walking down here with these white folks with his hat cocked to the side (laughs) in 1931. You know that can't happen. (laughs) You're darn right. (laughs) I said, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because, you know, it was really interesting because of the fact that this is where it gets interesting because of the fact that. It's 1931, and we know the racial situation in 1931. Oh yeah, it's 1931. We know how women were treated in 1931, mm-hmm. and here you are, uh, a man of authority, the boss of these white people. Because mm-hmm. we got to talk like this, because because I think that had to be thought out when that time period was picked. They. They, they do okay. you know, talk us through that whole process because you knew that time period that you couldn't walk around just giving them orders out in public because that would draw attention. And also when people came to you negative, cause a scene in the in the premiere where somebody came to you negative because negative because you were a person of color, you react and you go, ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho ho, don't make no ripples. <laughs> don't make no uh, ripples. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that was really and then uh, I think Chloe's character, you know, when she was walking into the uh bar our area uh, that that uh, that uh, this guy treated like she was a a stupid female in his eyes. You know, <laughs> while you're at home, you know, taking care of babies, and she reacted to that. I think that is so clever because of the fact that it allows us to see, you know, how how how. Time has changed, but if you go back to that time, it's still the same. But you guys got to play out your roles and uh, the characters that we believe that you are in a period that's not conducive to that particular particular uh, um, social economic uh, social stylings. Talk to us about that when the script was being put in front of you guys. How what did y'all think about it? Did you have any questions when y'all were developing that period of 1931?
1: Well, that was my first question. That was my first question about race because, uh, look, you know, you, you can't deny that yes. I'm a six foot four, <laughs> 225 pound black man walking down the street. You can't deny it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is I said to them, now I don't know what they had in motion. Right. But I asked them, I said, what, do you, what, how are you going to address the, and, and one of the, uh, executives said, oh, we might say something where, uh, where someone says, oh, you know, hey, you got to walk through the back or something like that. And and again, I don't know how much further they were going to go. But in, in, when we first when they first started talking about it, I said, listen, I would like you to address that. Yes, I, I would like you to address it more than just something like that, because it wasn't something that one person might have felt. Everybody felt a certain way mm-hmm. about uh, uh, uh black people yes. everybody that was what mm-hmm. so a certain way about mm-hmm. black people during mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. i mean you know uh uh, uh not saying everybody was racist uh but i'm saying that some things were acceptable and some things were not thank you and mm-hmm. a black man walking amongst white people and giving orders and walking in and walking with us in his authority right. and in his power mm-hmm. was not acceptable mm-hmm. now as a character There was no way I was going to back down from that. There's no way I was going to, I'm not going to walk into a situation and because now look, if it was a different time period, if I was playing a movie where uh, I was born that time and it might be different, but because I'm a man of this age going back in time, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to keep the authority and the power in which I walk in. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm I'm not uh, Diminishing the story You right. know what I'm saying Well that's why uh, I loved it That's why talk. I thought
0: You know And looking at The 1931 As soon as they say That time frame, I read that. I said wow This is going to be Interesting watching your character oh, Because you're not Going to become Five foot seven Okay and 165 pounds <laughs> you know you still gonna be six foot four that's why you cocked that hat and was stride yeah because when you yeah. walk in a room like i said when you walk in a room even today you are a, a room changer because of how you look and your physicality and so 1931 you walk into that bar immediately everybody looked at you okay mm. you know because they're going okay we got them being in here why is that big black dude in here and who let him in you know and and that's just that just to me is fine with me because that's storytelling but the storytelling that we could not have is that you bowing down or you being talked to badly and not reacting to it that is what I appreciated about last night and thank you
1: yeah and the thing is if you notice each time someone like one guy I think he he said shadow and the implication yes me was racial now i you know it might have been something different but the implication for me was racial mm-hmm. and in the bar when the guy started uh he started to call me uh, a, a a racial uh derogatory word right and and i and yeah i, I stepped to them both i said what'd you say
0: right <laughs> you know yeah, I stepped to them
1: both. Yes, yes 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 you know and that's the thing i appreciate i'm not you know look i'm you know i'm not gonna blow my cover but the thing is is that uh, a man in this age, in this, this, this date and time, right. Uh, has a certain sense, can walk in his authority, can walk in his power. Yes. And, and, And that's something that is ingrained in us. So that was a a reactionary thing for Mac back then when he was in the
0: 30s. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. You know, I just want to let everybody know it's a great series premiere. And but I thought that but that's an underlying tone, especially how women were treated in 1931 and how people of color were treated in 1931. It's going to be played out through the period while they stand down. And I think it's really cool because the writers... Heated your thoughts and a lot of respect because you can't do a great series and you can't send little underlying messages that respect is always the bottom bottom line we're all trying to achieve and and this final mission which is the seventh season of Marvels Agents of Shield is really uh, special because of the fact that you're the director women have power women are fighters women are not subservient and they're on a mission to save the world tell us about this this final mission and let us know. The direction and what can we expect this season, Henry?
1: Well, you can expect us to. I think it's already been uh, told that we are. We don't remain in this time, period. right? Mm-hmm. We go to different time periods. Absolutely, I think that's already been said. Mm-hmm. So I'm not giving anything away. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the one thing I could say is that uh, the mission. I'm trying to say something without giving away the, the wishes, <laughs> the, the mission, it becomes more complicated because as you know, as, if you go back in time, the ripple, the butterfly you, effect, it's the butterfly effect. If you do something, it changes the future. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if you change the future, then maybe you have to go back to another time mm-hmm. to try to express something. So it doesn't happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, the, in the present time. Right. So it, it it's, it's a thing where and, and I, where you were trying to trying to put out fires and trying to do what's necessary mm-hmm. uh, to stop these Chronicoms from taking over right but but the thing is is um, like I said, along the way you you just have to wait. Really, you know, there's going to be some things where it's going to affect people's lives and, and look and look like this because we're moving through time. Right. There are other people that are going to uh, come that could possibly come back that we've seen before
0: that's awesome that's awesome Henry I don't want to yeah. hold you uh any longer man I just wanted I just want to have an honest conversation with somebody I respect a person I consider a, a mentor for a lot of young people of all colors in this country but more importantly in the in the era that we live today you know we all need to look up and see somebody that's doing something different and doing the impossible and you do it every Wednesday at 10 p.m Eastern and 9 p.m central on ABC Marvel agents of Shields you're the director the director. <laughs> Mr. Mack, yes, the return sir. of the the turn of the Mac. <laughs> I'm telling you, so, keep that hat cocked, baby, and keep that pride, yeah. man. And I love you, brother. I love you, man. And I, I want to thank you for calling Money Make Conversation. Man, I hope you appreciated the conversation we had, man, because it was an honest one about you as a talent, man. And sometimes you need to be told, man, you're special, man, that you're making a difference, not only when you go to work and take care of your family and you have your faith in God, but you're affecting people out there, man, because you go to Work, you take care of your family, and you have a respect for God. You're special, man. Don't I appreciate that. I,
1: and I appreciate that. I've had a, a bunch of auditions, uh, I'm sorry, a bunch of uh, interviews this week, and I'm, honestly, this was the best one. The questions that you've asked uh, are meaningful and insightful, uh, not just for me, but I think for other people, mm-hmm.
0: hopefully. Yes, sir.
1: Now, I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. What you're doing is making a difference. Whether you realize it or not, you are making a difference. And I, I appreciate
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, my man, you keep winning out there. And you know, we we when you when you got a new movie, now you might you might win out of scope. You know, when he said Rashawn McDonald want to interview you, you go, that's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, that's my boy. Boy. that's, my, that's man. my boy. That's my man <laughs> That's my man. i there. That's my boy. <laughs> hey, man, stay special. Again, everybody, Marvel Agents of SHIELD airs every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on ABC. Henry, thank you for making this call with me today or Moneymaking Conversation. Thank you, brother. Thank you, John. Thank you. Okay, cool. If you want to hear more interviews on money making conversations, go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald, I'm your host.